Hello and welcome to another installment of Behind the Fourth Wall, the podcast where we break down and review movies, TV, and other pop culture news. My name is Ivan and I'm joined by my co-host Emmett. And today we'll be discussing uh, background and predictions for Disney's upcoming series, WandaVision, which uh, I believe at this uh, point is their first venture into the Disney Plus um, space, right? Um, Other than the ones that were TV series, I think they moved Agent Carter over there, right? But yeah, as far as as like this brand new slate that they talked about from the investors called, yeah, this is the first big one. I think they tried to do like Agents of Shield, um, Agent Carter, and I I feel like there was one other show. So I, I I think this is one of their first ventures into MCU proper, I guess. But uh, they tried to do that. I feel like with Agents of Shield, with uh, Agent Carter, and uh, Inhumans. Inhumans was the one that I'm like kind of struggling to remember here. Which one was that? Was that like the horror mutant show, or was that a movie? So I, I always remember it as the series that had um the the actor from Game of Thrones, the guy who played um Ramsey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in a show? Man, I'm yeah. I'm disconnected <laughs> on this one. You're lost on that, right? Because like nobody really talked about that one. I feel like that was the um I guess <laughs> the redheaded stepchild of the of the bunch there. It was the Ramsey Bolton. <laughs> it was the Ramsey Bolton, yeah. <laughs> Um, they tried to connect those to the MCU because when they, when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. kicked off, they said, oh, this is very much a part of uh, the MCU continuity. But I don't think they ever really solidified that. If the first two or three seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I know they like peppered things into there, like the, um, the Age of Ultron stuff. They, they definitely linked to that. And then also the whole Hydra S.H.I.E.L.D. thing, uh, that plot line got weaved into the show. But other than that, I, I think they were kind of only like dipping a small toe into it, but not quick, not like really committing to uh, merging continuities there. Yeah, I feel like the success of these shows really depends on the timing of the release. I guess the timeline that they're going to uh, portray, but then mostly it just has to be like, where it forces you to watch it to understand an upcoming movie or something like that. Like, I think this is going to do much better than like an agent Carter or agents of shield because it's being released during a pandemic when a lot of people have free time to start a new show. And I also think because it leads up to other movies and other shows throughout this series, uh, this season uh, uh, of their slate, it's going to be a lot more successful. Whether it's good or bad, I don't know, but I think it's going to be a, watched a lot more. Do you feel like this seems like almost like homework uh, for the MCU, or do you feel like this is... It maybe it does kind of feel like that, but you're actually kind of hyped about it. I think this is going to be homework that I enjoy. You know, like the, that rare assignment that you actually are happy to dig into, the volcano diet diorama or whatever it is you know like i think it's gonna be like we have we weren't hyped about this when it was first announced i don't think any fan really was but i'm kind of into it now like these are two characters that didn't get that much screen time really so and they're that are both probably top five most powerful marvel characters that we've seen so and they and they never really got to be like fleshed out or or hone their powers. So I, I'm really into seeing what they do here. I hope it's not like 
it looks in the trailers where it's like an I Love Lucy type of sitcom. But, uh, you know, maybe it, maybe it works. Maybe it, it they're throwing us off with the trailer. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of weirdness going on with the show. And I, I think if I were to bet it, we will have like an episode or two that kind of focuses on different genres of sitcoms. Uh, but I I, th- I think it's more so something of like creating this like false reality for for Wanda. Yeah, we can definitely get into the predictions of the format of the show. Let's start off though just by describing who are Wanda Maximoff and Vision, last name unknown. Let's start with Wanda. So what do we know from the MCU? She was the twin to Pietro Maximoff, also known as Quicksilver, who lasted on screen all of like what five minutes. In a in Age of Ultron, he was great at catching bullets. <laughs> yeah, for the fastest man uh, man alive, he really uh, got hit hard with those bullets. But uh, yeah, they were born in Sokovia, lost their parents at ten. They blamed Tony Stark because his uh, weapons were used in the attack that killed their parents. So then they volunteered themselves to basically become live test subjects for Hydra and gain these powers. Uh, Wanda herself has a major, a major role in civil war. I'd say she's kind of like the lead for uh, that plot at the beginning by making a mistake with catching a bomb. And then I'd say she also has a pretty decent share of infinity war. Yeah, she they they gave, definitely gave her a little bit more spotlight in Infinity War, and I think that was her kind of the highlight of it, right? And she was kind of the how do you say this? she kind of kicked off the events, I guess, for for Civil War because she was the one that tried to contain um, the explosion from what's his name from from Rumlo, uh before she like tried to guide it outside of the or she I think she threw it up yeah. right and it blew up because I guess she like. Yeah overestimated her ability yeah she's definitely she kicks off the whole plot of that uh, the, all the unfolding of the sokovia accords um so she's definitely a motivator for that plot and then also we get to see uh, a lot of action from her fighting but then also this is, civil war was a, a great demonstration of the bond that wanda and vision were starting to form yeah, th- th- there were a pair of characters, I feel like, that there was a lot of interesting setup for them. And I always thought that when it came to the Avengers movies, we were going to focus more and more on them. And we that kind of ended up being the case, right? But I also feel like they were um, criminally under underutilized. Um, and especially, like I feel like they were easily kind of taken off of the board when it came to the fight against Thanos. Um, but... It's it's exciting to kind of get to see th- that just because we kind of seemingly ended some of the, I guess part A of their storyline, we're not just letting them go to waste here. Yeah, I'm, I was most surprised that at the end of Infinity War, Wanda didn't survive this snap. I thought for sure because I mean they're called the Avengers, she would kind of be leading the charge of avenging Vision. So I was surprised that they snapped her away because then that took her out of all of Endgame. So we really never really, we don't get to see her develop that much as a character other than they have to develop her pretty fast is what I'm trying to say. Like in Age of Ultron, she goes from like afraid to fight to 
uh, like, this badass warrior. You know, I want I want more time with her and Vision. So I feel like either they knew they were going to give them their own series, or they knew they were going to develop them at some time. So maybe that's why they didn't give them too much screen time. Yeah. I'm going to dip my toe a little bit into the comic book lore here a little bit as we kind of get into further talking about this character because I feel like yeah. I probably should. Um, I, I got my theories as to why they didn't do more exploring with her, and it's because a lot of her actual story is tied in with the X-Men, the X-Men mm-hmm. part of the Marvel Universe in the comics. So to kind of, I guess, give a brief summary here, in, in the comics... Uh, Wanda and Pietro are both uh, their their last name is, is is Maximoff, so they're related to or they're the offspring of, of Magneto. They're his mm-hmm. kids, the first two, and I think the third one is uh, Polaris, if I recall correctly. Yes, it's Polaris. So he has he's got three kids in the comics. Um, Wanda, who controls her her powers, are never fully defined in the comics either, but she she is this like magic being. Um, she's telekinetic and she has what they call hex powers. Um, so her powers are a little weird. And that's why I always thought that when they were bringing her into the MC, I was like, how are they going to portray that? Because her big thing in comics is the ability to control reality and probability, which mm-hmm. sounds really kind of bizarre when you start to really think about it. Um, but to kind of give you an idea, she's one of the most powerful mutants in the Marvel universe. Uh, right. In this, in the storyline called House of M, which it seems like has some elements shed into this uh, WandaVision show just from the trailers, um, she's able to basically cease the existence of all new mutants by literally just saying, "I want no more mutants." Um, <laughs> I know, um, comic books are kind of nuts so i feel like we're probably going to see something like that right paid homage to in the show but it's probably going to be a little bit different um but yeah her powers have always been strange uh and very magic and um reality based like reality warping based so well yeah just correct me if i'm wrong but the mcu kind of deviated from that origin story right they didn't make their her parents or, or they didn't make them the offspring of Magneto, and they also made them more of a test subject for their powers. Whereas in the comics, I believe they're born with the powers, right? They're mutants. Yeah. So I have I have some theories on it. Um, but the one, so the thing I'll say about this is like, yeah, they deviated a lot, and I think the reason why they weren't able to, part of the obvious one is because uh, Marvel proper wasn't at that point at the point that they were doing age of Ultron, we're not allowed to use the X-Men because mm-hmm. uh, quick background <laughs> back <laughs> in the nineties, the late nineties, Marvel went Marvel proper went broke. And so Marvel comics actually merged with this company called toy biz. Uh, and so they began kind of recuperating money and actually becoming more stable as a result of selling uh, toys basically. Um, but one of their big, um, experiments was to basically sell off the the movie rights and the tv show rights of their characters because they were very popular so they sold spider-man to sony they sold the x-men and i believe the fantastic four and the hulk over to fox um and then fox i think sold the hulk to universal so they kind of became scattered 
Uh, so that's why that that explains why when it came down to the MCU, they weren't allowed to even reference the X Men. So that's why they deviated. But now everything's under Disney again. So uh, I I don't know. I f- feel like um, that's but that's one of the reasons why they never. I don't think they ever really felt like they had the liberty to delve into her as much as they could. But for continuity's sake, they kind of have to stick with what they've introduced in the movies. They can't really go back and now introduce x-men or maybe they can moving forward but maybe just like ignore the origin that they've already laid out for wanda well i have a theory on that and you know i don't know how delved into it we want to get into it right but oh get into it okay great (laughs) so okay there's a couple of lines in age of ultron that they talk about how they they experimented like strucker experimented with a whole bunch of human test subjects with the mind stone and only Wanda and her brother survived. Um, Ultron Wait, has that, this. Was that Striker? I thought that's the guy in X Men. Strucker. Strucker. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. They all have very similar names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is right. Striker was the Wolverine yeah. general dude. Yeah. Um, right, <laughs> no, so Ultron makes reference to the fact that like he's like, I wonder why you two were the only ones that survived. And yeah. now I know why. But he never reveals, oh, now I know why. It's it's kind of implied, I guess, that they have this, like, revenge-filled... Um, like, they're very revenge-driven, and that yeah. maybe you could read it that way, right? But they never actually give a reason as to why, out of everybody, Wanda and Pietro were the only ones that survive. In the comics, you always have a lot of, like, examples of either the Infinity Stones or different other... Um, our artifacts are like radiated stuff that kind of trigger the uh, mutation of mutants that are born with that gene, but they never really get any sort of exposure unless they something happens to them. Um, so that's a like they never say explicitly that they're not that they were a hundred percent created by the stone. They were say that whatever they had was enhanced by it. I gotcha. Okay. That and we never see who their parents actually are. Like they talk about how they died in some explosion, right? But then you're also talking about the same organization. Like, for, you know, who knows? For all we know, Hydra might be hiding Magneto somewhere. Just like they kind of, because they have this like interweave thing in the comics. So I wouldn't be surprised if like all of a sudden it's like, oh, Wanda's father's been alive this whole time, but he's been off somewhere else fighting some other like threat didn't michael fassbender's magneto live in like russia or something like that and have a family yeah yeah in the comics that's ultimately what ends up happening is like he goes off from from one fight to the other eventually tries to make good starts up a family doesn't work out for him he leaves um so yeah i I think there's many ways to kind of weave it back in now if they would want to introduce mutants to it so I, I feel like they they haven't necessarily written themselves into a corner just yet. But I don't want to get into predictions, but I don't think they're going to answer that here in this series. I don't think so, but if they do want to bring in the X-Men in the near future, I think we'll probably start to see the seeds being planted for it. Um, You've I don't, been I, saying that with Hulk for how long? <laughs> 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 I don't know if I value your X-Men uh, predictions. Well, I'll say, I'll, well, I'll put two things. Like we, we literally just finished an X Men franchise with the, uh, 
the old cast, right? So I don't think, and Kevin Feige plays a long game. I just don't think he's um, necessarily going to let this opportunity kind of go to waste. I think he will. We will see the X Men again, but it'll be a slow, and kind of, and likely maybe through Disney Plus, uh, a process that's going to take a little bit of time to to really flesh out. Yeah, I, I agree. I think at most it might be seeds, but yeah, I agree. Um, and the only last note I have on Wanda though is you know possibly the discussion that she could be the strongest Avenger. I know you were saying she's probably the strongest mutant, but I'm just talking from the movies now, not from all the comic lore. But she has the ability to destroy the Mind Stone and hold back Thanos, who's coming at her with five Infinity Stones. I mean, she's definitely a qualified candidate for strongest, right? Nah, it's Captain Marvel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) so I think, um, I, I want to say she is right, but I know like there's been a whole bunch of like, I think even Kevin Feige weighed in that, oh no, Captain Marvel's the strongest character in the MCU. But I think, you know, yeah, who else can we point at that was able to hold back Thanos with the infinity stones and also destroy another infinity stone while not even breaking that much of a sweat? I mean... You know, yeah, and the only other, I guess, comparison to Captain Marvel is in Endgame when she is like holding Thanos from snapping the glove, and then right, he has to take one stone out to like counter with another punch. So maybe that that's why I'm saying it's a discussion. I don't think it's more of a statement that she is the strongest one, but she's definitely uh, up there. It's not, yeah, it's not Thor anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've never seen them fight, so we you know we don't know. Um, I I I do you know speaking about Endgame, she almost single-handedly took out Thanos. He literally had to sacrifice half of his yeah. I was gonna say half of his cards, but like half of his people just to to get her get her off his back for a bit. Yeah, and that's why I'm happy that we're gonna get this show. I'm just hoping it's like let's get to see her explore her powers, see. Like a little bit more background into that because it, it felt like it wasn't i don't know it went from her not knowing how to use her powers at the beginning of ultron to like being a mastermind behind everything at the end of like infinity war and in, in end game so i'm i'm curious to see how they how they bridge that they said um and this was last year last summer when they were releasing all their plans for like upcoming movies um, they said that she would be co-starring in the next Doctor Strange movie. So, and then that, at the investors' call, they said that were the way that you should watch it is WandaVision, Spider-Man three, and then um, Doctor Strange two because they all tell one giant story, not necessarily the same kind of thing consecutively, but they all have to do with each other. So, given that we have the title for Doctor Strange and it being like the multiverse of madness, I, I got to yeah. think that we probably <laughs> will see Wanda's reality powers kind of kick into high gear in, on this show. And then Spider-Man dealing with the downfall of that. <laughs> Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. <laughs> the poor guy just deals with so much shit, though. Like, no, no matter what, where you kind of... Um, what medium you kind of look at Spider-Man in, he, the guy's always, like, had a rough time... <laughs> And it's half, like, most of the time it's not even his fault. No, <laughs> so, it isn't, yeah. Poor dude. But the price you pay for trying to keep a secret identity. That's what you get for not stopping that thief that ultimately killed Uncle Ben. 
<laughs> for real. Let's uh, let's talk Vision for a little bit. So yeah. from the MCU, we know he's equal parts Jarvis, Tony, slash Bruce Banner, Ultron, and the Mind Stone, all embodied in like the physical tissue printed by Dr. Cho. So she, he's got the same, uh, I guess, source of powers that Wanda has. And that's why they are able to build that connection between the two in the movies. And then ultimately showing that he had to have his the stone destroyed by Wanda because no one else could do it. Um, so he's also introduced in Age of Ultron. Definitely, uh, I, w- I would say minor role in Civil War. I don't... I mean, he definitely moves some plot points forward, but I don't think we get a lot of screen time or abilities from him. And then Infinity War, he definitely just plays like the the payoff at the end. He he more so than 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 Wanda was like underdeveloped uh, as a as a character. Yeah, and I almost feel glad about it because I remember coming out of uh, Age of Ultron with some friends, and I was like, so we just created like a stronger Superman, right? Like, <laughs> but we never really used him moving forward. Which I'm kind of happy about because, like, I don't want that many cheat codes in, in all their <laughs> fights. You know what I mean? Yeah, he he was he's made out of all vibranium. Basically, he was like Ultron's perfect body per se. Uh, like, I guess like a body upgrade. Was he? I thought he was just like 3D printed. I guess I missed that in Ultron, but I know he had a lot of vibranium. I thought it was all used in Sokovia. No, so like all of the stuff that that. Um, he created, or the, uh, sorry, the, the reason why he was created was for, was for for the purpose of being Ultron's perfect body. Yeah, for survival after the extinction. Yeah. But did yeah. they ever say that they used the vibranium for the printing? Uh yeah, yeah. Didn't they? They 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 made a big deal about that. Like that was the whole reason why they wanted to get as much vibranium as they needed. I thought it was for the actual like lift off of Sokovia. Um. Now we gotta go back and rewatch. Yeah, for real. Now, now kind of gives, gives me a good excuse. <laughs> <laughs> Only because I don't remember Doctor Cho saying anything about like the process being different than usual. Because all she said was like, "We have a cradle back at my home lab, and I could I could do." a lot more with it and a lot faster when she was talking to Hawkeye. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I, I, uh, I really, really gotta, <laughs> I gotta go back and, and take a look at it. Cause now I'm kind of doubting what, uh, we'll, the motive behind we'll, we'll the We'll, we'll get it. We'll, we'll figure it out for the, when we talk about the first episode of WandaVision. I think his ultimate goal was, was to like put I the mind on himself. Yeah. Make more sense than like just a, regular human tissue being printed and then having the mind stone inside of it. But I wonder that. I, I wonder what the ultimate goal is for, for Ultron, like after he's conquered the earth, like what was what was his deal? Like what was he gonna use <laughs> Vision's body for? <laughs> I don't know. That would have been interesting to see play out. Also why is he red? <laughs> yeah, not not a lot of it makes sense. Um but yeah, so I think, like we said, he didn't really get a lot of screen time, didn't get a lot of development. So this this show comes at an interesting time uh, and picks two characters that I think we both want to see more of. So, I mean, let, let's get into predictions. What do you, 
I guess, what do you think, first of all, what, what is this going to be about? And maybe what do we achieve from this show? I think this is going to focus on, on Wanda primarily. Um, yeah. there, there is a whole history behind the two characters in the comics where they have an on-again, off-again relationship, mostly on-again. <laughs> um, they eventually have kids. There, there is a storyline where they go into this whole reality that they both kind of share together, are able to have kids. Obviously, biologically, they can't, right? Because <laughs> he's a machine. <laughs> um, no, you can make a synthetic one. Yeah. That's <laughs> I just picture like the conversation between Drax and Ego. <laughs> be like oh. if Drax showed up and talked to old or uh, talked to Vision. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty neat. <laughs> but I I, th- I think they're gonna explore some elements of that story from the comics. Like I, they're probably going to portray them as like living this their ideal life. Um, and I kind of think that they're probably gonna introduce Wanda and Vision's kids into the show. They did they have one on the trailer? I can't remember. You see the uh, the cribs definitely holding a kid, but yeah. maybe it was the neighbors. But yeah, I I just picture this being like she's in her own alter state. How she gets there, I don't know. Maybe it's like shock from some fight or something like that. Because I think this has to be after Vision is gone, and now she's just projecting. Yeah, like you said, a life what could have been if we were together, and it's just taking the form of a sitcom. Right, because it seems to skip through, like, you have that I Love Lucy vibe. It, it's like sitcoms through the decades kind of thing. Um, th- one thing I did notice, and, like, not to be, like, too, like, deep diving into the into the footage, right? But um, if you notice in the, their, in particular, their kitchen, it evolves from like, the I Love Lucy scenes. They're clearly, like, freshly married and, like, mm-hmm. kind of getting adjusted to life with each other. But as it goes into the other decades, like the 60s, 70s, 80s, you start to see little things in their in their kitchen, like drawings on the, like kid drawings, like out of Crayola and stuff on mm. on the actual uh, fridge. So that's why I'm thinking like we'll probably delve into that um, a little bit more. And clearly, it seems like there's a cast of characters there that have no idea what the heck's going on, um, and seem to be playing different roles in this little reality that she's in. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't really know. Like, I, I, it's so weird, right? Because like, this is a bizarre way to tackle that storyline. Because in the comics, it was very straightforward. Like, oh, we're living the suburban life. Here's Vision, and he's wearing a suit. The only reason why you know he's Vision is because he's got his iconic red face <laughs> appearing out yeah. of a standard man suit. Um, so I feel like this kind of messes with my expectations a bit. Like. It's a definitely a new way to kind of tackle it. Um, but if I were to make a prediction, I, I think this is whoever's doing this to Wanda, to, to Scarlet Witch, is doing it for the purpose of maybe altering reality themselves. Like they want something out of it. Um, and so if, if like again, like we touching on the point I made earlier, they said that the next three movies are going to be like one continuous story then I would bet that at the end of the show, we'll see some sort of like break in, in the multiverse. Um, and maybe she just doesn't know how to stop it. And that's why Dr. Strange has to step in or something. Again, wild guesses here, but <laughs> uh, given the fact that it seems like they're, they're, they're getting into the whole um, hacks powers and reality bending thing. I think that's the way that they're going to go. 
yeah it seems like that's the uh that's the common thread from everything from marvel for the upcoming bits like even loki it's unrelated to this plot line but it's an alternate reality type of thing so i think that's what they're going to be playing around with a lot in phase four i hope we get to see um i hope this isn't just like because it seems like it, it is a character-driven piece. But with nine episodes, I hope we get a good balance of it. Because I'd like to see Wanda's powers like fully in display. I'd love to get like a uh, Robert Downey Jr. appearance. That'd be pretty neat. I feel like that would be a fun, fun little tribute. Might be too expensive for them. <laughs> um, I like a, a one-minute appearance where he's the neighbor and he just waves. <laughs> no speaking <Yep>. lines <laughs> I wonder if we'll delve into her past a little bit too like maybe we'll bring back Quicksilver um, but the good Quicksilver from <laughs> from the Fox, Fox scene yeah. <laughs> I didn't mind um, Aaron Taylor Johnson's um, Quicksilver I just thought he definitely wasn't as Quicksilvery <laughs> as, uh, as the Fox one I think that guy nailed the character well yeah, they didn't really set him up for success in MCU. But Do yeah, you... so this comes out this comes out tomorrow. So I mean, I, I we'll probably be staying up late and watching it. So we'll we'll try and get you guys the uh, the breakdown of it as soon as possible. But uh, that's it for now, I think. Unless you have any last ideas, last thoughts. Um, no, I honestly don't know what to expect. I, I you know, like I said, I have my hunch based on the comic book lore that's stuffed inside my brain there but um i i'm excited because it seems like something that's very unique and not something that i don't want to say cookie cutter right but like every time you think of the mcu you're like okay high octane action couple character moments sprinkled in there but just a fun time overall and this seems yeah. like it's trying to break the mold and kind of offer you something that's very um experimental yeah i'm definitely looking forward to that too but uh, yeah, so in the meantime, if you guys want to you know, reach out to us, if we think we missed anything or want to add anything to the conversation, uh, feel free to email behind the fourth wall podcast at gmail.com, fourth being 4th, or hit us up on Twitter at BTFourthWall, again, for 4th. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs>